brand new episode of Coffee with a Roach, the lazy sidecast with me, your host, Tommy the Roach Lucero. This week we check in with new friend Nick Bradfield from the Los Angeles comedy world. He tells us how he's adapting to this whole new normal thing in comedy and what he's doing to stay busy and positive throughout this whole situation we're dealing with right now. Make sure and check him out whenever you get the chance. He's all over Los Angeles. You'll be happy you did. Other than that, check out Dad's Elixir for all your CBD-infused tincture needs, as well as check out the back episodes of this podcast on whatever streaming service you like to listen to podcasts on. Other than that, enjoy and be good to each other. All right, sounds good. And... Welcome to another episode of Coffee with a Roach, the Lazy Sidecast. I am Tommy the Roach Lucero, uh, San Diego, California, the Lazy Sidecast. Once again, this time around with Los Angeles comic extraordinaire, Mr. Nick Bradfield. I had the pleasure of meeting Hey, what's up, everybody? (laughs) Never gotten comic extraordinaire. That's really nice. I like that title. Yeah, man. It's uh, a... Next time I got the shows going, I'll have you down, and that's more than likely how I'll bring you up, because I'll forget that I did it just now. <laughs> Lots of weed, man. So you say that to all the boys, is that the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like the, that's the first pickup line I just throw out right away. Hey, it works, I gotta say. You are extraordinaire. <laughs> Would you like to come do a comedy show for a cheeseburger? Oh, absolutely. I don't even need a cheeseburger to come do comedy. <laughs> You, you I know, man. <laughs> See, it sweetens the deal now. Cheeseburger, and sometimes you can get bacon with it for free. <laughs> so, Nick, to start mm-hmm. off, man, how long have you been doing the doing the thing and out and doing the comedies? I've uh, been going on and off about three years now, a little over three years. Right on. And, uh, yeah. What was it like when you first started getting into all this shit? Um... <laughs> It was a lot better than it is now. <laughs> I can say that. Um, it was definitely a different time when I first got into comedy because 2020 has been an absolute mess. But yeah, it was a, a lot of people look up to. I'm now at the same open mics as. Um, there was a. a yeah, it was just it was kind of a different scene. It was definitely more crowded than it is now. But um, yeah, things are certainly changing, and um, I'm actually liking it, to be honest. I think this is this whole lockdown and COVID is kind of what comedy needed at this time. So like a shakeup kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, a shakeup, uh, something to kind of keep us all in our game, if you will. Shake the tree and lose all the bad apples that are hanging off the fucking limbs. There, that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, that's true too, man. Because I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of folks that were around for a while just disappeared. And oh yeah, I know so many people who had to quit and go move back home to Iowa or whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot more room on the bus when I have to get around now. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, silver lining in a way. Sad to see yeah, people go, some, but so good to see them. Say bye. <laughs> nah, man, that's cool though. I'm, did you used to do the Laugh Factory thing and all that? Uh, go wait in, uh, wait in line. I never got up at the Laugh Factory. I would try to. 
And they do that thing where it's like you had to wait in line, then sign yeah. up, and then come back next week. Yeah, the whole thing. When there's a whole process to just signing the mic, I usually will leave it out. Uh, but no, I never got out to the Laugh Factory. Comedy store a couple times. I did mics there and then did shows there. Never got up at the Laugh Factory yet. Did you get to do the potluck thing? Uh, yeah, I did potluck and uh, they did a show up, go up at like one in the morning uh, a couple of years ago and uh, had a few book shows in 2019. Nice. Store. Right on. What about yeah. the improv? Yeah, I had a really good 2019 and then 2020 <laughs> has been absolute nothing. In comparison, like, every wow, year my career's going to take off. Oh, wait a minute. I could, I could go with my, uh, my previous worst year, and uh, 2020 really fucking blows it out the water, man. It sinks the battleship <laughs> first fucking shot. It's oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking, I remember uh, going up there and doing shows, random places and clubs and shit, and then going to like mm -hmm. uh, chicken and waffles, Roscoe's after that. That was the Oh, it was yeah. like the regular thing, man. And now I don't want to go sit at Denny's parking lot and fucking eat a grand slam <laughs> at two in the morning. It doesn't have the same appeal. Yeah. Denny's is not Roscoe's. I will attest to that. <laughs> they might go steal uh, Roscoe's oh. old oil, but I don't think it's the same exact thing. <laughs> what, what, is, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the outside shit? right now like I, I'm, I'm digging it uh despite a lot of uh feedback i was getting from folks before i got the chance to come out and do it um it's like the exact Wait, opposite the... of what i was hearing from some folks of doing uh the mics in the the parking lots and stuff like that in the parks and all that mm -hmm. stuff i heard from folks before i got to go do it was uh a lot of negativity and uh, they didn't really think it was like a positive thing. But having done it myself now, uh, I, I can see those folks were all just very salty in one way or another. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you watch out for yourself and you take care of yourself, all that kind of stuff, you're going to be yeah. fine. Uh, unless, you know, the litany of other things that you have to worry about, like a stray bullet. <laughs> from a drive-by or something like that happens. All these other unforeseen <laughs> things that could happen are, are still there and we're all doing fucking great. I think uh, yeah. the open mics that are happening your right mask now are and you... phenomenal. Yeah. Everybody's being mm -hmm. respectful of one another. Like in some cases, even more respectful than uh, in previous years. And <laughs> I think yeah, it's really absolutely. brought a lot of people together. Yeah, kind of has a way. But yeah, you have your mask. If someone wants to socially distance, just let them. Yeah, just respect people's boundaries. And going out is no problem. It really is. Comedians are some of the bravest people I know. So, like, this little pandemic really isn't going to keep us down. So, if, uh, yeah. <laughs> if us as comedians uh, survived the lives that led us to become comedians... <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing like a pandemic is going to slow us down. <laughs> Hell no. Canadians <laughs> are my favorite people. Absolutely. What is it? L.A. had fucking two earthquakes uh, back to back. Like I, what, I what? didn't even feel them. 
I have not felt an earthquake in years. And it, and I just you see on my Facebook feed, earthquake, OMG, guys. And I'm like, what the hell? We're, we're, I'm worried more about the fires. They don't need earthquakes right now. Yeah, man. What a bitch if you got to fight a goddamn wildfire, then all of a sudden the earth is cracking yeah. open trying to swallow you. I know. We got fires. Now we got shaky fires. It's like, gosh, can you slow down 2020? The whole situation was shaky. No, honestly, I did not even feel the earthquakes. I did not feel the earthquakes. <laughs> yeah. a lot of the a lot of those statuses too are from people from out of town that haven't been here for a long extended mm -hmm. period of time <laughs> and you can always tell those folks right off the bat too when you meet them in an actual earthquake scenario face to face yeah <laughs> they are flipping out losing their shit and the rest of us are just yeah. like yeah man i got somewhere to be this shit yeah, like, oh, this will be over in 10 seconds. Let's not worry about it. Come on. I like to think we handle earthquakes the same way Hawaiians handle volcanoes. Just <laughs> it's like sacrifice a, a virgin and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do, right? Or... <laughs> I'm pretty sure if uh, yeah. TV has not steered me wrong and told me the truth the whole time. And it never has for me, so. No, no, no. Not at all. Everything is true there. Yeah. <laughs> can't lie on TV. No. It's all no. true. Nothing but truth. It's not like they wouldn't call it a reality show if it wasn't mm -hmm. real. Exactly. <laughs> E-News Network. You can't lie there. You can't lie there. God damn it. It's called the real world, not the scripted world. Come on. It's all real. Oh, man. The real world. <laughs> that shit. How many times are you able to get up now, man? Just out of curiosity, um, um about uh, six times a week, because uh, yeah, we got I've got mics on Sunday, Monday, I have two on Thursdays, and then actually, Tuesday is usually my day off from mics. I got a haircut appointment later on today. Oh no. yeah, <laughs> I know that this is all going away. Not all of it, but it's getting trimmed up. It took me a second to find your uh, profile thing. Because at first... Oh, really? Yeah. Because at first, you look like a, the profile picture looks like that of an Allstate agent. You have a, that kind of air happening. And I was thinking, no, I... Yeah, uh, during the lockdown... <laughs> that's not the same guy. During lockdown, I went full Grizzly Adams with this, so... It's but no, quite respectful. a little trimmed up. Thank you. But now I'm getting it just a little trimmed up. So this is, I like that I have uh, last documentation of the, of the, of the uh, shut-in, <laughs> the shut-in hairstyle. This will be, uh, yeah, uh, when we throw this up, make sure and uh, put a picture up as a comment of the after. Mm -hmm. <laughs> are, are uh, you from LA originally, man? Yeah, I am. I was uh, born in Fountain Valley and grew up in uh, the San Pedro PV area. And now I live in Anaheim. Cool. Yeah, that's, so. That's a switch. Yeah, Southern California, born and raised. Mm hmm. How, how, uh, how, how do you uh, help nurture the, uh, the transplants that, that you get to meet in the comedian circles because i know a lot of folks come from out of town looking to la as uh, the, the mecca 
the LA Mecca. It's uh, New York and LA usually, and Chicago. Yeah. Not so much now. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I don't know, just try to be nice to everybody and find out where people are from and just let them know they're welcome in LA because God knows we don't have enough people here already. But uh, I love meeting uh, people from like out of town and people from different places. Uh, yeah, I love diversity in our city. And I think that's one of the things that keeps me here is just all the new people to meet. And That's always the vibe that I picked up from uh, going out to LA too was uh, originally I heard, like I've always heard like such horror stories from, from angles all the time saying like, oh man, everybody's uh, so fucking pretentious and everybody's like so <laughs> egotistical and oh, they're all just so mean, competitive. Which there is some truth behind that. I will not lie. There is some, but it's not complete truth. <laughs> not everyone's like that here. But you're going to always meet <laughs> people like that no matter where you go. It's just... Uh, oh yeah, any big city has people like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can go to fucking uh, some dive bar in Billings, Montana. For open mic <laughs> nights and karaoke taco specials or whatever, and you're still gonna meet those people. It's yeah. I have to put down Billings, Montana. I'm sure it has a beautiful comedy scene, and I hope to be able to play mm -hmm. there someday. Yep, someday it'll happen. Someday mm -hmm. on on one of the illustrious uh, comedy runs that I put together. <laughs> <laughs> have you gotten to do anything uh, outside? Outside of your town yet? Like gone on any uh, uh, short little runs? In 2019, I did. Um, yeah, so I, I went on um, tour to Northern California. Nice. California twice in 2019 uh, with my buddies Eric Escobar and Danny Flores. Yeah, I went up to Eureka. Then we did shows in Oakland and Sacramento. And yeah, so, and then I don't know yet. But um, I might be doing or might be going back to Eureka in next month for the Savage Henry Comedy Fest. Oh, shit. Uh, if I can work out a ride. If I can work out a ride, I will be going. So Now, are they doing them uh, physically or is it virtual? Because I'm on two virtuals. Apparently, <laughs> apparently there is some physical. Um, I know my buddy Eric's on a show and he might be driving up. So I might catch a ride with him. There's also... Uh, Chris Durant was telling me there are uh, drive shows and yeah. socially distanced car shows. Yeah, so if there are physical shows and they're going through with them, I shall be up there. So if not, yeah, I'm virtually good. still good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, virtual is still perfectly fine with me. A lot of people see them shits. Yeah, because uh, next month, you know, fingers crossed, everything stays on the positive and on the up. Because I got some shit going up that way too, and we were looking into Savage Henry Comedy Club. Uh, did, have you gotten mm -hmm. to do one of the festivals before? Yeah, I did the festival last year. Nice, right on. Yeah, I, I got to do it a little while back myself, and they uh, that's yeah, it's a really the most good time up there. Fucking comedy, anything's like just mm -hmm. comedy world up there is one of the best fucking things I have ever. Yeah. It's so, it's a, like, they're so fucking helpful with one each other, one another, and they're just, like, so like, creative, 
Like, just, mm -hmm. it's fucking mind-blowing, man. It's like, wow, Berkeley's got better weed than Southern California. This place is amazing. Yeah, like, provided I was pretty fucking high the whole goddamn time I was out in that area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, when I first went up there, uh, I want to say, like, five, five, six years ago now, and uh, okay. I was asking about, uh, what's it like up here, you know, the comedy scene, and uh, at the time, the bartender I was talking to, and he goes, oh, well, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of the comics, they all meet at uh, one of the places up here. It's like one of the diners or something, like coffee houses. And they all have, like, a writing session. They all, like, have, I'm like, are you, ser are you serious? <laughs> they all meet together like that, and, like, they all converse, and they're not, like, overly competitive with each other for no reason that they write together. I wish That's my comedian friends were half that cooperative. Oh, that sounds... I didn't even know that. That's amazing. That sounds amazing, yeah. And then uh, when I got to go to uh, one of the open mics up there at a, their coffee house, it's it was just as described. They're all just... <laughs> I was like, you guys, yeah. you guys, this, this, is, this is really happening? <laughs> I just told you a bit and you're not like, you're not judging it, but you're like, like oh, you know what's going to be good right there? You know, that, you know, it'd be fucking awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, you're just making me excited to get back up there. <laughs> you're also fucking awesome. And, uh, you guys are great. Yeah, and uh, the time I went to do the fest, there was somebody always around would just show up with like an ice chest full of drinks, be it beer, soda, uh, juice, and water. And they just mm -hmm. open up like, hey, who's thirsty? We know you guys are comics. You guys want something to drink? <laughs> You got you want you, you want money for 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 a drink? What's happening? <laughs> oh, we're just here to give you guys because uh, we know you guys are probably thirsty. I mean, you guys have just been outside and doing these shows and stuff the whole time. I, okay, you never get that in L.A. You <laughs> never get that in L.A. <laughs> no, it's more like, hey man, you got five bucks I can borrow? I'll eventually give it back to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ah, dude, I love hey, that. You want a drink? Sure, five bucks. Uh, never mind. <laughs> hey, man, you uh, you wanna you wanna hit this joint? Yeah, got ten dollars. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah, Mo is. Uh... <laughs> ah, dude, it was fucking. Uh, what was it? Another time, another one when I was up there at the time. <clears throat> it was so. It was almost like a Grateful Dead parking lot. Uh, like in a lot of ways. Like somebody just coming by and going, hey, hey, do you need to, you need to buy some weed? You need to buy some weed? How about some mushrooms? Do you need mushrooms? More mushrooms? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I kind of do. A drug dealer. A drug dealer who sounds like an auctioneer. Uh, mushrooms, mushrooms, weed, weed. You know what I said? I said I got tablets. I said 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 I this whole Please open up again and humble and let me do shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so uh was it just uh the Savage Henry stuff he did in Eureka? Um 
Well, uh, first time we went up, yeah, we did a show at the Savage Henry, and when I went up to the fest, I was doing shows at 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 uh, bars, at coffee houses, and so only performed at Savage Henry once was the first time. Then when I went for the fest, it was I was all over Berkeley and Humboldt, oh, but it was all yeah. run by Savage Henry. It was like the main driving force. Yeah, the dude's a comedy kingpin, Chris Durant. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great <laughs> shit. As far as, uh, as far as LA goes, man, are you just? Have you been to the comedy store lately? Are they doing anything over there yet? The comedy store? Um, I know they're doing. I know they're doing like outdoor seating, and they're doing. Um, they're serving food and drink. I'm not sure what they're doing at comedy. This uh, I haven't been there in a hot minute. I know they still got like Kill Tony, that's still going on, and I think they're doing like uh, shows outdoors in the parking lot. Uh, I haven't. I need to go over there again because lately I just kind of avoided it because it's so hard to get up there. Yeah. But yeah, I'd rather go to like some little dingy mic in a parking lot and be guaranteed stage time. But I still love the comedy store. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was always a good place to hang out. But yeah, I need to get over there again because I'm not exactly sure what their deal is right now. I remember going up there, and it's I've, I haven't been out that way either. I usually only go up to LA uh, around paycheck time. So mm-hmm. that way uh, I don't have to worry about buses and stuff like that. Because right. I'll lose my shit on a bus or trying to compare all those. Uh, fucking trains and metro links and shit mm-hmm. i'll lose my goddamn mind so yeah i'm more willing to chance going in somebody's fucking lift and it seems up there mm-hmm. like they have the more more your guys lifts have the plastic divider in between uh, the driver and the back seat now really i don't know I if you've seen that in a hot minute but i've not seen that uh, some of the lifts uh they have I think it's a the clear shower curtain. You know how you get a clear one and a and a decorative one. Oh yeah, okay. It's like that, and a couple of the ones I've seen, they're like duct taped and tacked onto the inside <laughs> to make a wall. And there's a uh, little fucking makeshift windows that they have their cords that go through, so you can plug your phone in or their aux cord and all this shit. Hmm. But uh, yeah, man, that's the only lifts that I've been able to take up there it makes me feel like et yeah, <laughs> oh when he's quarantined and dying in the yeah it's the government here <laughs> it's the government people are gonna come out dressed in hazmat suits and take me away it's happened we're there uh in 2020 that is a real possibility for myself, even more so, on a lot of different levels. I was born with a permanent tan, but if you actually talk to me, you would not be able to tell, really, that I am of the Hispanic descent. So, if a van were to pull up and just go on looks alone, I might be shit out of luck if they gag me right away and I cannot enunciate myself out of trouble. 
there's uh, there's that scare for myself, and there's also the scare if I cough around the wrong group of people and they call somebody on me, and another mm -hmm. white sterile van shows up and takes <laughs> me away, and I end up in a cage in Ecuador somewhere or something. Uh. <laughs> There's, there's so much to worry about there. Oh, man. 2020 is a bitch. That's why it took me. That's one of the reasons I, I have I have issues. And that's one of the reasons, like, it took me so long just to come out of my house. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I was watching the news too much. Mm -hmm. And it was around the time, like, I would turn the news on. And uh, I would just right away, it was, uh, I think it was CNN or something like that. And I turned it on, and all of a sudden, it just shows New York. And like a whole corner of some uh, intersection street in New York, just a flame, <laughs> just on fire. <laughs> and there's two cops yeah, being chased away by a group of people. <laughs> on another news channel, <laughs> they're showing Los Angeles, and they're fucking just lifting up windows in Beverly Hills and stealing shoes and uh, burning stores and shit. And I'm like, good God, man. I'm never going anywhere again. <laughs> mom's, mom's always told me, uh, you know, it probably you probably won't ever need a gun. So you don't need to buy a gun or any kind of like protective kind of things like that. Yeah, that was, the, that, was the only, that was one of the few times while I was watching the news and TV going, God damn it, she was wrong. <laughs> I, this is one of the times I shouldn't have listened to her. Mm -hmm. But that's why the I older I get, I realize there are more times where I shouldn't have listened to my mom. She was like, mm -hmm. well, no, you were wrong about that. <laughs> There's that. There's that. And the other time, uh, now that I think back on it, is when uh, mm -hmm. Nirvana, Nirvana was touring through San Diego. Okay. On, uh, on the In Utero tour, which would be their last tour. Mm -hmm. I told my mom, I was like, hey, mom, Mom, it's really cheap right now. It's only 20 bucks, and I can go to this concert at Sports Arena. It's only $20, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do work around the house or something. Can I please go see Nirvana on the In Utero Tour? And she's told me, she told me, oh, you know what? You know what? That band's going to be around forever. You'll have another chance to see that. <laughs> like you know what you're probably right they're pretty good they'll probably be around for a while and you know what i had to settle for mother fucking foo fighters that's not the same thing nope. at all <laughs> dude the same thing happened to me when i was younger in uh 2007 uh my mom had to go on a business trip to las vegas and she had to take me with her and uh she's like oh okay we can go see a show what show do you want to see and george carlin was playing the win. And I was like, just kind of young, getting into like stand up and comedy and all that. And I was like, I really want to go see George Carlin live. And she's like, okay, well, maybe those are really expensive. Mind you, it's 2007. This was two weeks before he died. Oh my and, God. And you know what, my mom, bless her heart, you know what she took me to see while we were in Vegas? Wayne Brady live. And I love Wayne Brady. Don't get me wrong. I love who's line. But Wayne Brady still tours. I go see Wayne Brady today, maybe not in 2020, but I missed the chance. And two weeks later, I was in the car with my mom on the radio. We heard George Carlin passed away. It's like, 
78 years old. Oh. <laughs> I was oh. so close to George Carlin live. And I know what special oh. he was doing. That was the last <laughs> one. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I will never forget that. <laughs> and you know what? Not to take anything away from Wayne Brady, his hosting skills on Let's Make a Deal are second to none. Provided oh, yeah. I've only ever seen one incarnation of Let's Make a Deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but did you get to meet Wayne Brady or what? <laughs> I still love Wayne Brady. Love him. Oh, I mean, that's understandable. I, I, I do too. Oh, yeah. The, it's Wayne Brady. I mean, oh, if we can't learn charming. anything from Dave Chappelle, it should be don't badmouth Wayne Brady. I'll come back. Yeah. To <laughs> uh, since he is omnipotent and omnipresent, I will say right now, because he's probably listening, he's probably in my wall somewhere. I love oh. you, Wayne Brady. <laughs> I would like to send the same sentiment. In case he's in my walls, I do love Wayne Brady. In my walls. <laughs> likely is. He very mm -hmm. likely is. Uh, oh my gosh. They're starting to open, uh, open movie theaters again. Yeah, yeah with uh, Tenant, right? Yeah. The, the, yeah. That's supposed and to be really good. The theater has three movies to choose from. <laughs> You know what they Three are? Three movies. But one of them, I'm guessing, is Tenant. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know what the other two the are? Other two. What? I don't remember because I'm... They're fucking horrible. I'm not going <laughs> to go see them. Uh, even if it's a shitty movie, I'd still go see it because I do miss movie theaters. Well, uh, the only ones now is a... And, uh, some Marvel movie that I have no... I'm not a Marvel... I, I, I am I'm pretty fucking nerdy as far as all movies go, but even it's even beyond me with uh, mm -hmm. with that one. I, I don't even remember the name of it. And there's some other fucking horribleness. They they say that with the movie theaters, like it's less chance of uh, getting sick and stuff like that because <laughs> they make everybody sit really far apart now. But yeah. the, the what they don't understand is. <clears throat> I was taking it upon myself to not sit by anybody at all. <laughs> That's already the goal in a movie theater. Yeah. Every time I went and saw a movie, I'm not going and picking like fucking uh, the English patient. I went and saw John Wick 3 four fucking times. <laughs> and there was like nobody in the theater when I went. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't know what they're fucking doing. It's, it's, uh, it's silly. Yeah. I'm not. And plus, what is it now? Uh, they bumped it up to fucking almost 30 bucks a pop for a goddamn ticket, Brian. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. You uh, could go see, uh, what is it? I can't even remember the movie now. Some other movie nearby is uh, six bucks, mm -hmm. seven bucks. But uh, last time okay. I went there, I went and put, uh, I put some jalapenos on my, uh, my popcorn. And as I was <laughs> sitting down in the uh, hallway, eating my jalapenos and popcorn. I looked down, and I was like, is those gnats, dude? What is that? My jalapenos come with flies. Man, fuck this movie theater. Oh. oh. I've never gotten back. But it's oh, no. why it's only $6 to go watch a movie. Mm-hmm.
say that's a steal, but no, that sounds like a mess. You're trying to protect me from coronavirus. Meanwhile, you're giving me the other the black plague. Yeah, you're <laughs> giving me every other disease. If I get flesh eating bacteria inside my mouth, it's because of you people. <laughs> you should get your six dollars back for a flesh eating virus. <laughs> yeah. I was told that uh, drive-in theaters were going to make a comeback during all of this, and I haven't seen that yet. Because I, because I love old movies, and the drive-in theater is like a dead thing. I was like, wow, it can really come back, but I haven't seen it. I would totally go to that. Any drive-ins? There's a, I think there's one or two down here. And... Mm -hmm. The last one, I think they're just playing like uh, older flicks, though, like '80s movies and stuff. Okay, like that, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I know that there are like two uh, closed old drive-ins. Just use the parking lots for swap meets. I'm like, why aren't you guys coming back? It's like that would be perfect social distancing. Everyone just stays in their car and watches the movie. I I, I still wanted to make a comeback. I'm hoping it does. Cool. Fingers crossed, man. Oh yeah! If I could find a drive-in that's showing like coming to America back to back with like Friday the Thirteenth or some shit like that, I will pay <laughs> good money to go see that shit in the car. Oh wow, man, that's a great combo. <laughs> it's actually what I watched oh, last night. That's <laughs> oh, coming to America is classic. I love those eighties movies. That's some of Arsenio Hall's finest work. That's right. <laughs> Oh, man. They both some play, like, five are, characters. I don't know any comedian who can pull off, like, five characters in a movie anymore. Yeah. Nutty Professor wasn't half as good as Coming to America's mm -hmm. schizophrenic display by Eddie Murphy. jeez. <laughs> oh, some that of the people really you look up to, though, just out of curiosity, um, like, inspire you. Uh, Bill Hicks was a big one. Um... And Robin Williams, kind of the same cookie cutter ones everybody says. Uh, definitely George Carlin, that's the given. Uh, I think one of my favorite comedian, my favorite working comedian, uh, has to be Patton Oswalt. Uh, oh, this, and Norm Macdonald. Like uh, yeah, hold on. Top three living, top three dead. Okay, uh, top three living. I go Patton Oswalt. Norm Macdonald, ah. um, and da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, maybe Bill Burr. Ooh, it, th yeah, that number three was would have always been Louis C.K. because I love him still, but it's not exactly PC to say he's great still. Uh, you know, man. You know what? Ask, bro, it's say, Louis C.K. Number three is Louis C.K. He's got some good bits. Yeah. True, got some great shit. He's very talented, creative. But every time mm. I think of Louis, now I just think of a foot in front of a door not letting me out of the room. And it just—it <laughs> uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be me. But it would probably—it would have maybe been one of my friends. So, <laughs> yeah, it kind—it kind of hurts still. So I can't do it. <laughs> uh, but top three dead. Um, Definitely Bill Hicks, George Carlin. Um, I always get like the first two and then it's like, oh, who's number three? 
I have to mm-hmm. run through a catalog of comedians in my head. Yeah. You keep thinking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're kind of doing a live show, Nick. Why don't you take your time? Uh, maybe if I, he's not a stand-up, but maybe John Belushi, because I do love his, because I love Blues Brothers, and I love Animal House. He was, uh, he was Groundlings, right? Or I think he was Second City, because most people Second on City, SNL get to, yeah, start at Second City. But Groundlings is still, still a good I would say, uh, I would say he's, he's on the cusp, right? He's right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, uh, that's a good pick. That's a great pick. Man. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, until just right now, cause I, in my head, I, uh, kind of teeter back and forth with him and Farley. Oh yeah. And Chris Farley. Right. Ah, ah, amazing. <laughs> amazing. He is the reason I put butter on each bite of steak now. <laughs> have you have you seen the the what is it the documentary about him? I've uh, a, f- a few YouTube videos. Not sure the documentary. Which one are you talking about? I think it's a, <clears throat> a Hulu one. I am Chris Farley. No, I've seen that one. I know I've seen a segment in um the tragic side of comedy, which is. Documentary oh, yeah, about a lot of comedians who died young. That yeah. one's really good. I don't think I've seen I Am Chris Farley though. They're talking to his uh, three brothers in some uh, mm-hmm. some restaurant that he liked to eat at in Chicago, and they're uh, having steak and lobster, surf and turf was his like favorite thing to eat. And mm-hmm. uh, he goes, uh, one of his brothers says, "You know, he used to bring him his lobster tails all cut up in bite-sized pieces, so he could just pick them up and eat them bite-sized." Like that, like an appetizer. I was like, oh man, that's a fucking amazing idea. Yeah. <laughs> I want a pile of bite-sized pieces of lobster. Oh, but the other thing was uh, they have some wicked thick kind of beef uh, steak on the table. And he's like, yeah, you know, Chris used to like to put a little dab of butter on each bite of steak before he <laughs> ate it. One time we went out to eat. Uh, we're eating, and he's putting the butter in. I'm like, "What are you doing, Chris? What are you, what are you doing? It's already, it's already horrible for you. Putting the butter, it's not gonna make it as well. It needs a little hat. It needs a little hat." So I'm like, "Oh, well, you know what? Porterhouse <laughs> steak is delicious with a little dab of butter on each steak bite." Oh man. Uh, during this lockdown, I started going. I tried to go vegetarian. Just people talk about meat so much. I'm like, damn, I miss it. I apologize, <sighs> sir. Now putting <laughs> butter on it. Now, oh, you're getting me hungry, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I used to work uh, in a restaurant before all this shit, and I had to change jobs because it got got a little much. So uh, that's uh, that got me eating a lot more meat working in the restaurant industry so mm-hmm. i should have probably yeah, for a while i was a couple years ago i was delivering pizzas on a graveyard shift so i was just eating a it was um it served all italian food so just eating a lot of pasta on graveyard shift at like one and two in the morning 
I wish I could say I got fat from lockdown. No, I got fat in 2019 <laughs> from this. How is someone not rolling you around in a wheelbarrow, man? I'd be oh. I'd be a monster <laughs> if I worked at a pizza restaurant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, you have to like just pick at everything that someone sent back or someone didn't <laughs> you know pick up and oh man the, the back was just full of stuff for us to pick and choose from. Oh man, yeah. Dude, I used to work. I worked uh, cooking at a bar mm -hmm. for uh, for a while, and uh, they used to cycle through bartenders and servers, whatever. <laughs> One of them was particularly memorable <laughs> because uh, she would pick up people's food before they were done with it. <laughs> they would just get up to go grab a beer or something. She'd go grab their shit and come back to the, the dish room. It's like three and bites were taken out of it. Don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> they ate a French fry. You can't take their food yet. And she'd be in the back room. There's a camera right there in the fucking corner in this, on the ceiling. And she's like shoving a hamburger into her face. <laughs> And I'm just like, I can't blame her. I might do the same thing. <laughs> I was standing there just watching. Half, half disgusted, mostly impressed. Just <laughs> the fact of being able to wrangle a, a cheeseburger into your face like that. Like John like Belushi in Animal House. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, gosh. <laughs> But after a while, yeah, man, I can understand that. Because sometimes, like, say, uh, you have to make a sandwich for somebody and they don't want mayonnaise. You accidentally put mayonnaise because uh, it happens. You know, you're making a lot of stuff. Right, yeah. You put mayonnaise on the club sandwich. They don't want it. You bring it back right away. Boom. Second breakfast is served. So Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, club sandwich. I already made. I know I make good food. That thing's going to be the shit. Yeah. That happened more than once. So uh, after a while, the the weight started to teeter up, and uh, every every now and again, I feel my heart beat just a little bit harder, uh, trying to pass all the oh. grease and bacon that I was pumping through. So, uh, oh, I can't relate. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> oh man, my especially my cheese. Blood is very Holy thick, sweet so. Jesus! <laughs> I'd be fucking. Uh. Pumping nothing but Velveeta through my body if I am in your place. <laughs> oh, there's too much blood in my Velveeta stream. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Son, uh, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your blood tests come back as mostly provolone. And, uh, I was hoping for Swiss. You're going to have to step it up, son. Yeah. <laughs> See the front desk nurse on your way out. He owes money. <laughs> we are going to be coming up on an hour here. Before we get going, sir, what are some things you're looking forward to? Uh, get, end on some positivity here. Some um, of the things you're looking, looking forward, forward to in the new year yeah. or in the coming days, coming weeks, some things you might have planned? Um. Well, like I said, I will likely be going up to NorCal to do some comedy soon, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, also, <clears throat> I, I'm really hoping clubs open up again and um, just regular shows come back. 
because uh, Zoom Zoom mics and Zoom shows are okay, but they're not the same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think uh, 2021. Here's hoping uh, this lockdown will kind of open back up again and things will get at least in comedy. Things will get back. I hope the rest of the world, with the protests and everything, we can get, move forward, um, be better than we were before this. But I hope comedy goes back to what it was, because I was just making a splash in comedy last year, and now this year it's like back to square one. But I feel like every comedian's going through that, so it's like a level playing field. Um, yeah, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be so different, and. So it's like it's exciting in a lot of ways to see how things are going. One hundred percent is. Oh yeah. But I mean, let's just fingers crossed again. Let's hope for the best. Twenty twenty one. If Godzilla descends on New Year's Eve, I won't be surprised. But no, nope. nothing can surprise us at this point. If it turns oh, out man. that the movie This Is the End was prophetic and not just something fun for me to watch while I'm high. <laughs> I'm going to be really uh. bummed out. Because <laughs> that means Seth Rogen is a whole lot more than he actually is. <laughs> Can't handle it. Can't handle it. But I'm looking forward to that, too. I'm looking forward to the possibility, man, if you are up there, because we're going to be doing a run uh, through that way. Mm -hmm. We should link up. I'll send you some info Absolutely. over the uh, messenger. Because yeah. uh, got my shows going again. For 40 ounce to funny it's going to be starting mm -hmm. up in october if you can make it down sure i can put you yeah absolutely i haven't done a show in san diego yet so i but i love san diego i a couple years ago i had a fuck buddy down there and uh so i spent a lot of time in san diego beautiful place absolutely love the city so yeah, any town where your fuck buddy is beautiful Nick. <laughs> <laughs> if i had a fuck buddy in detroit that place would be paradise i'm sure right <laughs> But that is true, man. San Diego is one of the prettiest fucking places in the world. And uh, yeah, yeah. Be with, uh, with all the troubles California might have that people keep telling me from other cities <laughs> that my, my state is horrible in so many different ways. You know what? Fuck you. Have you seen our sunsets? Hell yeah. <laughs> Did you know I could watch a sunset and get any kind of uh, marijuana's products I want delivered to my house? At the same time, Grubhub's going to be showing up with uh, In-N-Out or Whataburger. doesn't really matter. Whichever one you want. I'm sorry, not Whataburger. Oh, good. Uh, any kind of food you want. Anything's going to show up along with my weed at the same time as the sun sets beautifully over the ocean. And I don't care what anyone says about California. I love this state. Northern, southern, uh, even the uh, fucking middle. middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I got a sister. Uh, my sister me. lives in Sacramento. <laughs> my sister lives in Sacramento. You know what she told me? Mm. Um, that Northern California and Southern California is huge rivalry. Southern California is completely oblivious to it. Like Northern <laughs> California hates Southern, and Southern California is just too high to even notice. <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> if somebody yells and insults. Like a kid yells an insult at another little kid, and the one that just got insulted every time just goes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? 
That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one on me. Uh, nice. cool. you guys, are you guys hungry? Are you hungry? <laughs> Nick, it's been a pleasure meeting you and speaking with you. Thanks for uh, taking this time out of your day to do a little mm -hmm. bit of the podcast. And I look Dude, forward to you. seeing you again soon. Make sure and hit me up. Uh, what is the date today? I don't want to timestamp this shit. Yes. So uh, I got a calendar. <laughs> I got one here at the corner of my screen if you need me to. Boom. Okay. Yeah, man. Hit me up on uh, b -b the, this coming Monday. And uh, okay. I'll toss you some info. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you can have you come up and do this shit. And uh, mm -hmm. whoever you're with, too, probably, man. Because Oh, yeah, sure. The oh, roster, the roster I'm working with will uh, we'll have a little room. So that'd be fun. Awesome. Dude, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on. You're an awesome guy. My pleasure. And I vote for you. Don't <laughs> cut the beard. Okay. I'm definitely going to leave a little bit, but it's just, I'm not going to look like Wolfman Jack anymore. So. <laughs> Thank you for making a reference my old self can relate to. Yeah, I threw that in there for your 50 plus listeners. <laughs> Oh, well, there's only about 50 listeners, so that's probably fucking cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, thanks again, Nick. Tommy the Roach. Thank you again. Tommy with the Roach, the Lazy Sidecast. Make sure and be good to each other, and we'll talk to you next time. Make sure uh, also get high. Mm.